up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Let me know if I'm looking at this incorrectly. <laughs> okay. But as one gets older, yeah. you start liking things less. It's because you know more. You know it's it going to end. You know the intro to something and you go, and Noth- I know how this is going to end. There's no surprises anymore, right? No, no, no. Do you believe the same thing? You could text us at 104536. Uh, the things that, as you get older, that you're liking less. I noticed that going to the mall for me used to be the best. I used to love the mall. Like, just, I, I would, when I was younger, could I could sit in the mall for hours, like from lunch to maybe about dinner and yeah. just walk. Hang out, sit down, people watch, you know, try to, you know. Yeah. You know, mac on, you know, things. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah, you know, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, do yeah. all that. Now, I go to the mall. Just by the time I get to the parking lot, I'm like, I'm done with this. I just want to go back home. I don't even want to get out the car. So that's a really good point. Yeah. Because that was like, it didn't really have a schedule in your day. Yeah. And you didn't really, you needed a whole bunch of stuff, but it was also a social thing. I I, I agree with you 100%. When I go shopping, it's because I have to. Yeah. Not because I want to. Yeah, just going to the mall now, I have to take a deep breath before I even leave my house. Go, Yeah. okay. Yeah. And then get set, get mentally prepared. So I've, I've noticed as I've gotten older, the mall... It's lost its allure to me. That is such, like I was going to say shopping, but that you, you right nail on the head right that yeah. right there. What um, other things start to lose their uh, their flavor as we uh, as we age? I think traveling for me. Traveling, okay, wow. Yeah, it's because it's don't uh, say that because well, I love traveling so much. Well, I think it, the reason why it's more for for me right now, it's just there's so much that you have to. It's expensive, okay? Yeah. Now, I mean, you want to talk about money? Like I know how much things used to cost. Back in the day, like two years ago, and how much they cost now, and like really, yeah. And so that's what I'm. I'm. That's not what I'm happy about. So I put it under the category of traveling. Okay, if I do this, do this, do this, and I count all what it's going to cost, it's like I don't know. Is it worth going? Because it's pretty nice here in Toronto. It's not. The, <laughs> it's not to say that I don't go, but I get really sick of it. I get sick of the prices of things. Yeah, I agree on do that one. Don't. That? Oh, I, I don't want to get terrible. tired of traveling. It's the only thing I'm looking forward to. I know. No. Days. No. No. Now you know I like car trips. That's a different story. Yeah. Talk about plane trips. Plane okay. Trips. Yeah. Things that we are, are getting tired yeah. of as we grow older. Yeah. Is there anything for you? Yeah, I definitely say going out, like going to clubs and things. Yeah. When I was younger. Oh, Getting no. ready to go out at leave Every the house night. at 10, 11 p.m., 12 sometimes. Yeah. To get some, never would I do that now. I can't. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd leave. Like, I'd leave my house at 1 a.m. to go right. clubbing. To go out. Like time, let's go. Let's go. When did you guys stop feeling that this is not the same anymore? Because for me, it was probably 26. When I 26, 27. 26. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm in my early 30s now. Yeah, I want to say around that time. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, it's just the same thing over and over. I prefer to do day events, but those night parties, not for I, me. I would say COVID, like really after COVID, yeah. it kind of made everything feel less exciting. That's what I mean. That's you what know? I, mean I was I was still excited about doing those things. But you tell us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I mean. Someone texted yeah. things that they they like less as they get older. People. Come on. You don't like us anymore. <laughs> they, want to, they want to leave because the planet. you know what the outcome's going to be. I hear you. Uh. Send your uh, your response to that, and we'll talk more. Turn 
up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Things that we are tired of as we get older. I could not agree more with this person that just texted right now. Fighting and arguing. I have no more room in my mentality for arguing. You win. Everyone who wants to argue with you, you win. You win. You know, somebody said to me once, you can compromise. I go, no, if you compromise, nobody wins. Right. I just say, you win. <laughs> what, how, can I, how can I make this better for you? It's just, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Like, all right. Uh, no, I, 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 I one point used to take pride in winning an argument. I don't even want to win anymore. Okay. Um, someone says they're tired of going to work. Pretty obvious. I think we all are tired of going to work. Um, a lot of people just want to sit and live that vacation that's in their mind. Oh, yeah. Um, someone said they're tired of Christmas. I know that offends one person. Wow. Uh, as they get older, they're getting tired of Christmas. Well, I'll, like tell you, well I'll tell you. Personal problem. Personal <laughs> problem. But if you're the person that is always expected to put the tree up. No, yeah. you're right. Okay. And wrap all the presents and make the dinner. You know, I'm talking about yeah. moms of the world. And then take the tree down. Then you're tired of Christmas. So what That's you need true. to do, I'm going to say this, therapist Marilyn here, start uh, telling people that they need to help out and don't take it on so you don't hate Christmas anymore. Right. You, if you want the magic like of it. Christmas. Everyone has to work together. Pitch in. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, speaking of a lot, uh, this person says going into downtown Toronto as they get older, they're tired <laughs> of coming here. They're not coming anymore. Hey, we, yes. went, we went down, down to the Princess of Wales Theater, and I know there was a marathon happening, and, but there's everywhere there's something construction-wise, and I can see why you're tired of it. After, uh, what, 18, 20 months of not coming downtown, it's, it's really tough. You really got to plan your entire day around either leaving or coming into the city. That's you were talking to me this morning about that. Yeah, going to see. I got to plan for like an hour to get to Brampton if I really want to go. I'm in talks with the mayor right now about just closing the city. The city is at capacity. No one else is allowed in. <laughs> okay. No more condos being built. Please. Toronto is closed. That is going to be the new campaign. Let's see if he takes it on. <laughs> okay. Um, someone says they are tired of chit chat on the phone as they get older. Can anyone Great. relate? I actually like a phone call. I oh. do. I'm good. I'm I, I I'm the belligerent phone caller. I just yeah. call people. Tomorrow, just cold call you. Oh, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> I, I'll stop. Oh my god. Uh, uh, no, I like. I don't get. A I phone do call. cold call everybody. You, not me. You I answer you your call calls me. though. No, no, and no one answers my calls. That's the thing. Oh, I call. Hey, Jim, it's tomorrow. Don't pick up. Because <laughs> it is intrusive. Okay? No, you know what it is. I'll tell you what gets me. <laughs> I'm with tomorrow on this one, and you guys can call me anytime. If I don't pick up, it's because probably I'm sleeping. But anyway. Uh, people, people expect, like, they, they text me and I call them back and they don't pick up. Yeah. But when they call me, I pick up right away. Like, I do. I do that. And I just feel it's not being reciprocated. I completely and, agree. And instead of typing and making all those mistakes, which you know I'm notoriously good at, <laughs> it's better that I talk to you. I just think the phone is a phone. It's, it's a, a phone. phone. You're going to call people. That's yeah. like the primary. No, that's what the phone was used for, to be. Right? I don't know. It's not not anymore. anymore. Okay. Right. A lot of people agree. People are saying they don't want phone calls anymore. Uh, I, I'm not calling you then anymore. How about, that? <laughs> How about if we don't call you for contests anymore? Hey, you like that, people. Right. No, they want that call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want Money that chit-chat. A couple yeah, people yeah. are tired of driving. They said as they get older, oh. they don't want to drive anymore. No. 
That cannot be. I love driving. I love driving. I love driving. I enjoy driving. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But some people are saying they, they, they want to Elon Musk it up. They want the car to do it for them. Oh, no. I want a driver. That would be great. You want yeah. a driver? I would love a driver. Talk to management. They're giving out drivers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then they could drive me to Brampton to see this my dad because exactly. I don't want to go. <laughs> I'm completely joking, by the way. Up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. You notice the trend with the names of kids these days? Um, I've noticed a couple of my son's friends have really interesting names, and the interesting about them is that they're older names like the Maxes and the Billies and all that stuff. That stuff is kind of going away. The names sound like these really I don't I, like. I don't know Over. where their parents are getting these names from. It's like, for example, oh, I don't want to call the name out, but if they're listening, I've got one. I've got one. Okay, I'll give you kind of a thing. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> I know. I just remember what I was about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, give me, give me one. Well, uh, there's a little girl called Sheldon. Yes, yes. Grandpa names. Grandpa names. Yeah. And there's the, another one called Sydney. Now I know some girls are called Sydney. Yeah. But the guy was called Sydney. Yeah. It's hmm. it, that that kind of, and I know two older older people when I was a kid, that 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 was their names. It is a it is a trend right now yeah. to give kids really old names, and the trend is called grandpa names. Even for girls, like little girls, will get these names like Ozzy, <laughs> Jasper, Jean. Like these are names that people are giving girls. And the funny thing about it is when you hear when you call the little girl this name. It kind of gives them. I don't. I don't know how to describe what it gives them. It gives them this kind of like boost in my head. I don't yeah. know. Do you know? Well, I remember when we were thinking about it, when we were pregnant and and we were going to have. We thought maybe if it was going to be a girl. My husband said to me, "I'd like to name her Sydney." Yeah. And I said, "But he goes, it's kind of. I like it. it's kind of like it's a guy's name. Yeah. It, it, it'll be unusual that rather than." other names that, you know, were happening at the time. I said, yeah. all right, let's think about that. Let's think about that. And I get it. I get Th- it. That's a trend right now. Yeah. Grandpa names for girls. Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you think of a guy named Lou, you think of a guy in like, Ooh. you know, a guy with, yeah. right. with a cigar in his mouth. Right. But when you think of, look at little Lou. Yeah. And yeah. then you're kind of like. Eventually, you're going to call her Lulu. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it yeah. just, ah, I can't give you the, the way it feels in my head. It feels like she's on a pedestal a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it it's, is. It, it's like um, uh, Ryan Reynolds and his wife named their child James. James. And I thought, yes, that's cool. I like that. I do like right. that. Now, she'll have to explain a lot. But is she called <laughs> Jamie? Is she called James? Will she oh. always have a story to tell? And I also think about what are we giving our kids uh-huh. when we name them? I don't want to, you know. Whether it's the spelling of the name, the unique spelling of the name. We talked to Caitlin about the 18,000 ways you can spell Caitlin. So unless you're... You'll never ready, get her name right if right, you don't know it for sure. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure when you, they hear your name, Azalea, they go, right. pardon me? Yes. Right? Which is a beautiful name. But it's, you know, it's is is if they're going to have to take the responsibility of that name. Yep. Yep. Another trend yep. Uh, taking off right now, adjective names for, for like kids. What? Like what? Like heavenly a kid named Heavenly, or uh, someone named Savvy. Hey, Savvy. You know, like, adjectives are describing words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you give your child a name that's literally just a description. Yeah. Uh, We had somebody called Heavenly call us last week, I think. And no, we, we had what maple, was the, well, maple. Maple. No, it was, was maple, an, but there was another one. There was we another had. one, yeah. There was an adjective that the person yes, called. Yes, and we went, pardon me, and she said, yeah, I know. 
But anyway, she loved her name. No, we had a heaven. It was heaven. <laughs> right? We had it was heavenly. Heaven. Thinking, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sincere. That's another trend. Um, you know, one of those names. So you can let us know about the uh, the most interesting name you've heard yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're kind of making a little bit of a move towards unique names to mm-hmm. really be unique in the world. You know? Definitely makes them stand out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to anyone named Apple out there. Oh, yeah. Chris Martin. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. There's some houses when it comes to Halloween that, you know, they clearly know what they're doing. Yeah. You see these houses and you're just like, wow, they went all out. But there are things that you can do to make sure that you have a great Halloween, great decorations, and, you know, take things to the next level a little bit. Yeah. Um, Number one, a theme. Stick to a theme. Like when you decorate your home, you know, this is going to be the circus house. So make everything the circus. If this is going to be Count Dracula's castle, yeah, yeah, you make everything yeah. the castle. Right, right, right. If it's going to be a zombie theme, yeah, you make sure everything the zombie. What kind of zombie place is it? Glad you asked. Maybe it's Walking Dead. Maybe it's uh, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. Right, there's so many. Stick to the theme. How about just Happy Pumpkins? I'm happy with that. That is a theme. Happy if you're going to do happy pumpkins, yeah. make sure that all of your pumpkins, everything's pumpkin-themed. Yeah. Night before Christmas. You get it, you get it, you get it. Yeah. Um, next thing you do to take things to the next level, they say do not traumatize the neighbors. I would say that uh, maybe you do traumatize the neighbors, but according to the list I'm looking at, they say no, don't traumatize the neighbors. Um, you know, things like things that would have the neighbors call 911 on your house and be yeah. like, oh my gosh, I think there's a dead guy hanging from the neighbor's tree. Oh, that kind of trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. stay away from that stuff. Right, right. Um, blood and gore, guts, all those things are uh, fun, but in moderation. Um, you know, it's all about stimulating all five of the senses. Mm-hmm. You've got sight, touch, sound, smell, taste. What can you do to stimulate each one of those senses? That takes your Halloween decorations to the next level. So when people walk in, not only do they see what you're doing, but maybe they smell what you're doing, too. Yeah. You know what I love? I love those motion detectors carry things or just making a noise. Those are great. Those are great. Like, you don't see it when you're going up the sidewalk and all of a sudden, whatever the noise is. I'm just, I don't know what it is. It's always fun when you walk into those houses and, um, you know, you see their decorations and they go... Put your hand in the bowl, and then you have to touch something. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then you touch. Oh my gosh, it's blood and guts, or maybe it's brains, or it's just spaghetti. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Stimulate all the senses. Uh, last but not least, they say that uh, you should make sure that you have decorations for the next coming year. Le- meaning, make it an entire year process. I don't know who has a time to do that. If storage. you're really into it. Yeah. Who's got storage for that? I don't. Maybe you do. But if you really want to take it to the next level, yeah. you should be decorating or thinking about what you're decorating all year round so that by the time Halloween comes around, yeah. you've got things stored up. It's a production, I'll tell you. Yeah. For sure. It is a production. That is, is that is the perfect word for that. you know what I really like? I like those lights that you get at Canadian Tire. You put it, like you just plug it in in the house and you put it outside on your lawn. And then it does bats all across your house. Yeah, those projectors. Or it does, go- or, yeah. The projectors. projectors. Oh, okay. Or ghosts all over your house. That's good. With a little sound effect, that's 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 fun. Those are cool, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna carve a pumpkin, yes. Remember, carve the pumpkin just a little bit before Halloween. If you do it too soon before Halloween, you're gonna have a rotten pumpkin on your doorstep, mm-hmm. and that's gonna stink and look 
nasty. The raccoons will get to it. The ra- that's what happened to me one day. I lost a nose. Oh, no. <laughs> one, one, one raccoony Halloweeny. Mm-hmm. Two days before, and I went, okay, well, it still looks scary. Oh. Raccoon and squirrel food. Yep, that's right. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Men on Reddit uh, had a conversation the other day about... What did you not realize until after living with a woman? <laughs> These are things about life. These are things about just mm. living, about home care, personal care, too. Yeah. For the most part, if we're being stereotypical, we have very, very different routines. Um, for example, you know, I've lived in a bunch of different condos and housing situations my whole life. But until living with a woman, did I realize that you guys have so many containers? <laughs> like, I didn't know contain. Like, a container I didn't know for you this, a container. a container for that, a container for sweaters, a container for socks. I just throw everything in the closet. Oh. In the closet. Okay. But you need a container, and they need a container for a container. The closet in my head is a container. It contains things, right? Yeah. But you need containers in that container. To, to organize and to, to never reach for to and me. never search for. Never occurred okay, to me. okay, that's interesting. Uh, container. What do you think, Azalea? I think uh, I'm going to say I, I confirm that. No, well, yeah, we need the containers to organize. The yes, thing. that's right. We need. We like. Uh, How would we know where the things are if they're not? Contained? They're no. where I threw them. No, I don't, the have to I don't have to label. I don't have to label. How many containers? Are, yeah, producer Simone, uh, the other man in the room. How many containers are in your closet? Zero. Exactly. You just the closet is the container. But there's no. Where do you live with a woman? There's no boxes. They made me my Xbox boxes in there. The Xbox is a box, right? It's garbage. (laughs) Garbage. Garbage. Yeah, so um, containers for everything. Okay. Wasn't aware. Uh, Another thing. Another thing I was not aware until living with a woman is that the amount of things you have in a bathroom. Like, oh, my goodness. All the hair things, all the makeups, the creams, the loo, the jellies, the, yeah. the this, the, I don't even know what they're called. The brushes, the, the serums, paints, the serums. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh! The it's mousse. like it's like a mad scientist's office. It's like a laboratory. It's a it's a laboratory in there. That's what it looks like. Now, is that the case in your place? I do have a lot of things, yeah. hair things, and but it's very organized, so it looks great. There's a comb, and there's the this comb, yeah. and the that comb, and the, and the this brush, and I'm just like... Yeah, so it gets me annoyed when men only have, like, two things that they use, and I, we're using Oh, uh, wait, they sneak products. over, they go sneaking, sneaking, sneaking over to our door to get that cream. And then they want to try it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a nail sexy. clip, I have a beard trimmer, <laughs> some oil, and the water. And nail <laughs> that clipper. is everything I have. That's my whole routine. And your toothpaste and your toothbrush. Yeah, and that's even... That's yeah. it. And, that, and that's... And that's uh... up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... What? I, I, know, I know a lot of women collect a lot of these, um, uh, you know, lotions and stuff. And they get freebies sometimes. And then what happens is they get this collection, which would be overwhelming. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of beauty tips and tricks out there, Jamar. Most men don't know, and I might surprise some men right yeah. now by revealing this. This was according to the red conversation, too. Okay. Pockets. What about pockets? Pants pockets. Yeah. Which is standard for men. Yes. Pockets are rare for women's pants. Right. Did not realize that. And when you live with women, you guys are going places and stuff, you become, it's like, 
hey, hold this for me because she doesn't have pockets. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold yeah. the phone. Where does your... You guys have the pockets, Yeah, right? you don't have... Pa- and you go, can you put this uh, phone in my wallet in your purse? Right. I know, I know, but that's why that's probably why you guys have purses, right? Because you don't have pockets, exactly right? Right. We don't have them. Well, we have them with our jeans and very rarely do we have pockets. And we don't like to use our pockets. Exactly. In, in, in jackets we keep them sewn so it doesn't lose its shape. And in pants, the same idea. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. A uh, texter just says, didn't realize the crazy amount of hair in the washroom until oh. I lived with women. I have a wife and two daughters with long hair. Hair everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, you, you ladies are well endowed when it comes to hair. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the one that I agree with. Like hair is everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. There's hair everywhere. Yeah. Do you check to yeah. double check to make sure well you live by yourself, right? So you know but yeah. do you double check to make sure that I know I know when Jim and I moved in together I was like double checking everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, make sure to make that. sure yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, you yeah. weren't the yeah, because I was used to living by myself, right? right? But it grosses me out too. Yeah. I'm just like, where did that hair clump come from? My mom and my sister come visit, and yeah. all of a sudden, there's just two more women in the house. Hair everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening in here? Like, what creature crawled into my house? Oh, it's right. my family. It's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And that's true. You you were brought up with a bunch of women. Yeah. That's and why so, that's why I lived on the streets. <laughs> I was like, get <laughs> me out of here. So maybe the transition with you moving, you know, with Ronica was not as bad because you had been Well, there were women, things right? that I was used to, and this is the part I yeah. want to call men out for. Yeah. I was used to clean bathrooms. And I remember when I got to university. Yeah. Um oh. the guys I lived with were disgusting. Yeah. Like just to say to say it plainly. They were gross people. Mm-hmm. The bathrooms one of my roommates, I went into his bathroom because our, our our apartment had two bathrooms. Yeah. His toilet was pink, but it was white. Yeah. And I'm like, what is all this stuff growing in your toilet, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to clean this, man. Like, And he just didn't clean it. He would go in there for Ew. weeks. You know what I'm saying? Weeks and weeks and weeks until I, at one point, had to show him, like, here. How to like, do it. Let's put some Comet in here. Here's a brush. Yeah. Scrub this, man. This yeah, is yeah, nasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot, and a, a guy did share on this Reddit thread. They didn't realize apparently cleaning the toilet on the regular is very important. Very important. Yes. It's crazy. 100%. Also, uh, the uh, towels. You know, one thing about folding towels, there's a mention about that, the trifold versus the half towel, whatever. Right. Whatever, whatever one you want to win on that one. But the fact is how often you change your towels, right? right. And I've learned from my roommate and a long time ago, I, I think probably I wash my sheets every, every maybe one probably once a month. I mean, it was oh, just okay. me, right? Yeah. But she said, no, 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 it has to be every two weeks. I thought, okay. And now we're reading it has to be, well, maybe even more than that if you're sleeping with somebody. Yeah. But yeah, but every two weeks. Wow, okay. Another man shares, I didn't know that there could be chairs that are not meant for sitting. <laughs> this chair is not for sitting. It's the accent chair. <laughs> this chair is a decoration. It's a decorative chair. Uh, I will actually add to your sir, oh my pillows. This pillow is not for pillowing. It's just to well, look. There it's is just a that. looking decorative pillow. pillow. Decorative there pillow. A, there is that. I've, I've, I've caught Jim down in the basement like on one of my decorative pillows taking a nap. I'm like, no, no, no. That is a decorative no, pillow. For. I'll never understand no, no, it. No, no, But the decorative pillow, sure. Yeah, no, you get, a, you get a bed pillow, which is just down the hallway, and just sleep on that. And by the way, right. the bed's down there, too. How about that? There you go. It takes a woman to teach us that. I guess. Because I didn't I know. <laughs> I thought pillows were for laying down and yeah. for fighting. Yeah. I had no idea so they were for decoration it's as so well. It's so weird. Some of the stuff that we do come up with is just like, it even shocks me. You know what I mean?
I go, we do that? I guess we do. Guess Where we do we do. get that? We get we got that from somebody. I don't know. It's handed down for generations and I generations guess. of wonderful women that came before you. Oh, thank you. And that passed down. The <laughs> and their voices are still in our heads. Yeah, that's right. Great. Okay. Thank you, women, for everything you teach us. Thank you, former female roommates that were really good and taught me a lot. The chair. Well, not labeling anything. The okay? chair in front of the bed is not for sitting. What? <laughs> what is that? What, or what is that thing? The uh... That's to hang your bra on, okay? <laughs> exactly. There you go. Stool? What uh, is yeah, that yeah. thing? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Trying to live a cleaner lifestyle is something that's actually taken off in the last couple of years because we're all worried about germs and all the microbes and stuff. Um, but maybe you are uh, overdoing a little bit with some of these cleaning so-called hacks that you do in your kitchen. You're actually making the kitchen a little dirtier. Oh. You know the knife block? I hate that thing. I don't I, I never liked those things. No, I, I get I've, I got a set of knives a long time ago, and I got rid of the block. Yeah. Because I don't know what's in there. The knife block is gross inside. Like, and, and not that I've actually seen it inside, yeah. but I mean, let's just use logic. Who's ever seen inside their knife block? Right. No one. And like, no one cleans it. And you take these knives and you wipe them off and you're putting them in there and they're half wet and the moisture's going in there. It could be a crumb on it. Oh my gosh, the crumbs that are going in there. And yeah. every time you put the knife block in there, it kind of give, it kind of like uh, scrapes the sides of the knife block so you get these little uh, fragments falling off in there and stuff. It's just full of all types of stuff that you're not aware of. That knife block is disgusting. I've never liked the knife block. That's yeah. why they have these strips of metal, guys, that instead of putting your knife in the drawer. Those are good. They, they, you put it away from the kids, but you put it up on the wall mm-hmm. where you're cooking, and that way you can see where your knives are. Yeah. No, no or you can just put the knives in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, what's the word, in the drawer or whatever. But the knife block isn't the cleanest place. If you want to have a cleaner knife set, you have to clean your knife block. You have to, like, take it, put it upside down, Bang it, get those crumbs out. Maybe Still try to like rinse it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But never one of my, my favorite uh, items in the kitchen. Yeah, I guess you could put it in the dishwasher. I mean, I, I guess. Jamar puts everything in the dishwasher. Yeah, you could put everything in there. The dog bowl, the toilet seat, everything goes in the dishwasher. <laughs> um, you know the practice of leftovers? And, yeah. you know, you take your leftovers and then you put them back in the, in the fridge when yeah. you're done with your food. Some people don't put their leftovers in the fridge quick enough. And when food is sitting out, it starts to accumulate bacteria, like when it's just sitting there, hours and hours and hours. Then when you finally wake up in the morning and see something that's been sitting on the stove or on the counter or whatever, you're like, oh, man, I forgot this. And you throw it in the fridge, not the best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Because you're, like, basically taking food that has already started bacteria growth and throwing it in the fridge. And then that will inherently spread to everything else in the fridge. Everything, every surface, everything that's in your refrigerator. Okay. Okay. Um, how about this one? Checking the color of chicken for doneness. Um, they say that this is not really the best thing to do. Like, you know, when you open up the chicken and you kind of look at it and you try to see if it's done yet, you know, while it's cooking. You know what I'm talking about? it's still pink. See if it's still pink inside. Yeah, not the best thing to do. Every time you open up your oven, you lose five minutes. Of cooking time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're losing heat. Yeah. Heat comes rushing right, out of the oven, and then you're starting the process all so over. So now again. it's not a steady uh, cook. But if you're really trying to, like, check you know, for, like, your hamburgers and your chicken, all this stuff are done, I'm you don't really have to stick anything into it and pull it apart and, like, look for the blood and all that stuff. 
They say kitchen thermometer. Kitchen thermometer. One That's high. all you got to do. And Stick you can it do that remotely with your phone. Yeah, I got one of those yeah, now. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's so good. Bluetooth I know. My connects looks good. to your phone. Yeah. And it tells you beep, 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 beep when the hamburger's done. When the, uh, the meat inside has gotten to a yeah. certain temperature. Right. And they're pretty good. Okay. This last one is one of the most controversial ones. Do you rinse your chicken before you cook it? No. I do. Yes. No, you I don't do. need to. You don't need and to. And it's saying here that when you rinse the raw meat before you cook it, the bacteria from the raw meat goes splattering all over the kitchen. That's no, right. No, that's like, what are you doing to it? If you're... I know. It's not like a waterfall, not right? Like... I'm not Niagara Falls in my chicken. Right. But they're saying don't do it. Don't do it. I just don't know if I could take my, chick- my chicken right out the pack and just throw it on the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't do it. I just want to get some of that chicken gunk off of it. I know. The chicken gunk. Is that a, is that a technical term? Would it, would it burn off the chicken the gunk? Would, but yeah, wouldn't it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Guess what just made it into the Olympics as a brand new sport? Let me think. Uh, bowling. No. Wait, was bowling ever in the Olympics? I don't know. I feel but like I, it should be. <laughs> Olympic bowling, <laughs> Olympic bowling. There's a lot of uh, championships on that one. I don't know. What, what, what's made it in? 2024. Yeah. There will be breakdancing in the Olympics. Oh, my gosh. How, <laughs> how great is that? Did you ever do that? Did I? <laughs> Did you? And were you yeah. good at it? I mean, I'm on not a piece say of cardboard or someone's base. Yo, when we were kids, this yeah. was like the thing. Yeah. Like we'd get a piece of cardboard, um, usually refrigerator box. Yeah. It's the biggest cardboard you could find. Yeah. And you'd throw it on the street, and then all of a sudden, every kid on the block was outside just spinning around on these uh, on these things of cardboard. And I just happened to you know be from the, the birthplace of hip hop, yeah. where and and you know coming up in the time when this was like the thing. But the thing about it was everyone, older people, thought it was so stupid. Everyone looked at us like, what are these kids doing running around, spinning around on their necks and stuff like that? And it <laughs> was just themselves. like, yeah, but now it's actually an Olympic sport. In uh, the Paris Games in 2024, breakdancing will be an Olympic sport. And, I mean, let's think about what you have to do to breakdance. you got to have the, like, superior body strength. 100%. You've got to have, like, superior, um, you know, stamina, core, legs, shoulders, everything. And, I mean, it's, I mean the, the routines are incredible. I can't do that anymore. Well, I, you know, we, you, you went in, in the infancy stages because you were such a, you were so young. But now when I look at some of what they're doing right now, it's like, oh, my gosh. That's like, you know, when you look at gymnastics and how many flips and turns they yeah. do. This is so concentrated on one area. And they're like flying, uh, you know, vertically, spinning, flying, spinning, doing these yeah. stalls where they're yeah. stopping and like kind of, yeah. you know, doing poses with your legs. I mean, yeah, it's gymnastics. It's everything all together. I bet you one of the things that they're going to be judged on is holding a, a holding a position. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what is required and then what after that they can really, you know, Wow, everybody. This is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, fun so to watch. For the 2024 Paris Games, Yeah, <laughs> they're going to say uh, street battles and and and, uh, and breakdancing will be part of the games. That's great. That's incredible. Incredible. That's going to be fun. And they also uh, added skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. So, like, Whoa, surfing. Getting, 
Yeah, surfing, another sport yeah. that, like, you know, at one point was looked at as, like, ah, what are people doing? But now, you know, it's accepted. Yeah. Same thing with snowboarding. One point, like, it was a big war with the snowboarders and the skiers, and now snowboarding is actually overtaking skiing. It's True. crazy how things change over time. Yeah, for sure. So look out for Olympic breakdancing at the next game. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's so funny. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. It's pumpkin season. Not talking about pumpkin spice. We're talking about pumpkin carving, pumpkin decorations. Halloween, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, Azalea and I are going to we're, uh, Downey Farms, right? Downies, yeah. Downies. Downies. In okay. Caledon. In Caledon, oh, okay. And this is like, this place blew up over the past couple years. Uh-huh. Because people so badly want that perfect Instagram photo. Yeah. And this is a place to go because they have a sea of pumpkins in front of their big, massive farm. And that's where you get that photo. Oh, okay. that's going to be fun, you guys. Great. Now, uh, if you are looking to get to this place or many, many of the other places that have pumpkins, um, you're probably thinking, how do I get the perfect pumpkin? We have the answer for you. <laughs> okay. These are your tips to choose the perfect pumpkin. Now, I didn't even know and I didn't think about the fact that there are different varieties of pumpkins. The other day, we were over at Pumpkinville. Yeah. And I saw these white pumpkins. And I, I thought about it. I was like, did I ever know that there were white pumpkins? And I don't think I knew that. But they also had, like, green ones and some beige ones. There's a bunch of different varieties of pumpkins. So yes. know the type of pumpkin you yeah. want to get. Right. That's right. All right. It's amazing because uh, we always thought they were orange. Yes. Right. And uh, listen to these names of pumpkins for the different varieties. You got sugar pie. Yeah, sugar pie. New England cheddar. Ah. Long Island cheese. Blue doll. I hadn't. Who, I, I've I, never heard these names before. My, they I just have, sound like cheeses. They sound like All cheeses. of them. Yeah. These are pumpkins. Okay. Um, also, when trying to choose the perfect pumpkin for carving. Size matters. And I would think that you choose a big pumpkin. But according to what I'm reading is smaller is better for carving. The smaller the pumpkin, the easier it will be to carve. How about that? That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. the smaller ones tend to be a little bit easier to cut. They're a little mm-hmm. sweeter, juicier, mm-hmm. um, less starchy, so they're easy to get a knife through. A lot of people take those uh, pumpkin seeds and then they, they bake roast them. them. Yeah, they roast yeah. them. So, yeah, and if you're making anything, if you are that good of a cook that you're taking... What's inside the pumpkin to bake something, that's what they prefer. All right. Okay, bruises and rotting. I mean, that goes without saying, but sometimes we maybe don't look close enough, I guess. Yeah, uh, you don't want a bruised up, rotted pumpkin because it's not going to be very uh, scenic or scenery worthy. You know, it's not gonna unless be, it's part of your uh, your look, your look, right? Yeah. Maybe it's if it's half price and you're going for ghosts and goblins, maybe that's the one you want. Yeah, maybe it's the yeah. you know, if there's tons of other rotting yeah. creatures on your on your porch, <laughs> maybe the pumpkin right. could be rotting too. Yeah. But you don't necessarily want that. Check if the pumpkin is hollow. How do you do that? Knock on the pumpkin. Yeah, like okay. a door. Just like a watermelon, you, know, you can knock on it to kind of get an idea of what's going on inside. If the pumpkin is hollow, once again, it'll be easier to carve. To test for a good one, hold the pumpkin with one hand, Jamar. Okay. Place your ear next to the pumpkin. See if you can hear the sound of the sea. No, I'm just kidding. And then knock on it side with your knuckles uh, of your other hand. If you hear an echoing, 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 hollow sound, it's a good one. It's good. Okay. That's um, funny. I'm going to see you guys. I want we're you to gonna try those pumpkins. Today. Yeah, going to knock on pumpkins. Yeah, no, yeah with, by are. your ear. That's good. The stem is a big deal. Yeah, the stem. Uh, yeah. If the stem is brown and dry and still firmly attached, then you have a fresh pumpkin. Kind of want that. Kind of want it because you want to. It's that classic look with the yeah, kind yeah. of like the uh, the stem kind of slightly curving like yes. a. 
like a like a whale's dorsal fin or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, check the color of the pumpkin. You want that really deep orange, that classic Halloween orange pumpkin look. All right. Okay. All right. And last but not least, use your nose. Uh, because while you might not know what pumpkin smells like or what a fresh pumpkin smells like, yeah. you will certainly know what a nasty pumpkin smells like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? Gross. It's not good. Right. No. And uh doesn't take too much to figure that out. It so doesn't. there it is. Yeah. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. All right, let's talk food because that's our favorite topic on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever dunk your McNuggets into sweet and sour sauce? Regularly. Regularly. That, that is the go-to sauce for my nuggets. Uh, do, you, do you know what that flavor really, really is? No. Wait a second. Do you know what that's like? I can't you're believe I just said that. I know. But I've been like, eating something for years. And I have no idea what it is. Okay. Wait, what is sweet and sour sauce? Well, this woman made a discovery because she felt the same way you did. I mean, I'm eating something that I don't know. And it, I think it's like the worst thing I've ever. Is it made of f- fruit? It is fruit. What fruit isn't sweet or sour? But, okay, sometimes when you go to like a Chinese restaurant and they'll give you the sweet and sour sauce yeah, yeah. like on the side, um, and you like mix it up in your chicken or whatever, yeah, it'll have slices of pineapple in it. So, mm-hmm. is sweet and sour sauce pineapple? Uh, no, not according to this person. Okay, I still think my guess was correct. And What's I feel your like guess? You just didn't hear me when I said it. So, what did you say? But now I don't want to guess it because I think I'm right. Tell me, plum? No, plum. <laughs> Okay. Say it louder because you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Producer Simone, do you have a guess? What is inside sweet and sour sauce? Well, if Azalea took plum, I'm going to go with peach now. Peach? No, guys, here it is, the big reveal. According to this woman, and she discovered that the worst fruit to exist makes the tastiest sauce, and the it is... worst fruit? Apricot. That's what sweet and sauce is? Oh. Uh-huh. Apricot? Yep. yep. Or apricot? What do you say? Say uh, I say apricot. I say, I apricot. say apricot. I no, I mean it's whatever. It's whatever. It is an apricot. I I now I like dried apricots, apricots, but it's not a go-to for me. I but can't. It, yeah. Say I eat apricots too often. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah. I've so had sh- dried apricots before. Yeah. That's what I've had. Dried. Yeah. 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 Like That's interesting. Fruit. Yeah. So she said you might be surprised to learn it's apricot. apricot. So you kind of now you know grind it up, make it into a paste, melt yeah. it down. Yeah. And that's what sweet and sour sauce is. Yeah. Reduce it. What's the I don't even know. I don't know. You know. You know. These guys have their special sauce at you know McDonald's. I don't know what that is all about. But, but this is what she's saying. A lot of people thought, oh, I taste pineapple. I taste mango. She said, no. It's uh, to be honest with you, I don't even know what I taste. I, know. <laughs> I just know it's sweet and sour sauce. You know, we eat stuff and we love it, but what's in it? Like with honey mustard, says honey and mustard. We get that. Okay, Why? but then so Simone was the closest. What well, you, said you say yours was peach? Yeah, peach is kind of like an apricot or an apricot. Because I would say like it's like a stone fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, peach is a stone fruit. What's a stone fruit? That means oh, big when it has like it. that big seed. In oh, the, the pit inside of it. Yeah, not not a stoned fruit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to, just to be clear. You What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stone oh, fruits yeah. are all peaches, nectarines, cherries, mangoes, apricots. Plums. Oh wait, I was close too. Then I was because a plum is kind of almost like a apricot, almost like also a peach. Also stone fruit. Okay. All right. But well, you know, we learned but some. Your, but your answer was incorrect. How many people listening knew that? <laughs> I would say not a. Uh, I would say a small percentage. Right. 
That sweet and sour sauce was apricot. I like it. I do like sweet and sour sauce, even mm. more now that I know what's in it. Good to know. Gosh, it tells you how much we eat that we really don't know what's in it or where right. it's made. Sweet and sour. What's the sour part of the sweet and sour? That's all I have. Okay. I didn't go any deeper than that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. So if you're grabbing a cup of coffee this morning from your favorite coffee place and you ask for that piece of cardboard that keeps the coffee cup from burning your hand, you ask for that thing or that cup sleeve, that's not the real name. That's not the real name. I've never thought about that. Wait a second. Yeah. I call it the sleeve. Yeah. And I get, yeah. And give me one of those things. Give me the, the, the sleeve. I need the cup thing. sleeve. Yeah, it's a cup sleeve that a lot of people call it, but it's not. What's it called? Well, it's kind of weird, and I don't know why it's called this. It's called a zarf. <laughs> Z-A-R-F or Z-A-R-F. Zarf? It's a, a tube-shaped piece of material that you put around a cup for hot drinks to stop for you from burning your fingers when you hold it. I would have called it a coffee koozie. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking a koozie too. Right? Yeah. Like, it, that's really. Well, I was thinking it's cozy, but yeah. you obviously have the right word. I can't remember. No, I don't know. I don't. Oh, is don't, it cozy? don't ever assume I'm, I'm right. <laughs> don't do that ever again. <laughs> koozie, cozy. I have no idea. What's it called? A zarf? Zarf? Z or Z A R F. That's what it's called. It's zarf. From, and it's, and it, it is, it, it's in the dictionary, and it's kind of weird. And I thought uh, the synonym is cup sleeve, but it's really got, like, everything's got a name. But we, Love. you know, it's like peeling it back and going, the guy that or the woman that came up with this idea, I think we'll call it Zarf. I don't know. Where Look at this. Zarf. It's in Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did I'll... you know that, Simone? Producer Simone? I had no idea. Okay, I was going good. with the cup sleeve. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Zarf. So much on this morning show. The okay. Zarf was often made of metal. Yeah. Silver, gold, and copper. Mm-hmm. Brass being the most common materials. How long has it been around? Jamal? The Zarf has okay. been around since the 18th century. Isn't that something? The Ottoman Empire. <laughs> like, what is going on? I just feel like the brass ones yeah. would keep your hand cold, yeah. not warm. They have, have they have wooden Zarfs. I'm being told here. Very okay, few remain, yeah, but yeah, there yeah. once upon a time were wooden zarfs. But so, so sometimes when you would get something back in the day, and this is when things were all black and white and people moved really fast on film, um, <laughs> they, you know, when you had some some of these hot cups without the handles on it, yeah. they would put it into a metal kind of a sleeve, so they wouldn't burn their hands because their gloves wouldn't even protect them. Got you. Let yeah. me give you a little history. This is not mine. This, this is according is to good. Wikipedia. Okay. This may be made up, but Bring who knows? We're going to say it. Bring it on. Although, co- although coffee was uh, probably discovered in Ethiopia, yeah. it was in Turkey around the 13th century that it became popular as a beverage. Yeah. Yada, 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 yada. When coffee began to be served in cardboard cups in the late 20th century, the zarf became a thing uh-huh. or more disposable. But there were zarfs even back then because they were served in porcelain cups right. that got hot. That got hot. And, and hold the heat. Zarf. So when you, you know, back before the zarfs happened in our very fast food world, sometimes I'd say, you know, on the on the road, I'd say, can you double cut me? They go, oh, it's going to cost you extra money. So then there came the zarf because we weren't the only one complaining. And that. now our Turkish friends are chiming in. <laughs> are they? Zarf, zarf means envelope or envelope in okay. Turkish. Very good. There, there it is. Zarf. There it is. The zarf. Wait, I have one more for you that I just see from a texter. Do you know what that stem on the pumpkin is called? No. No. It's called a perduncle. A perduncle. Yeah. A zarf or perduncle? 
We've learned so much today. All right. Add that to the the, the chum vocabulary. Is it perduncle or peduncle? Oh, no. Somebody said peduncle, and then somebody else said perduncle. Uh, peduncle? Which one's more fun to say? Probably peduncle. Peduncle? Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> Great. Your, vo- your vocab ever-expanding because you listen to mornings on Shovel Over 5. Yep. Look at that. Zarf. Hand me a Zarf. Yeah. Pick up that pumpkin from the peduncle. Party on Wayne. Party on Zarf. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. One of the most popular Halloween candies, M&M's, right? These are classics. Wait, you, have two, you have two of them in your hand. Yeah, this is uh, peanut and plain. Something uh. you probably didn't know about M&M's. If I asked everybody listening right now, you could text your answer to 104.536 when I ask this question. Okay. What is the least common color in the M&M's bag? Wow. The least common color. The color you find the least. Okay, so we're going to find out soon. Well, I know the answer. We're just going to BS-proof yeah, this, this okay. uh, information. What would okay. you say? Uh, I, when I think of M&M's, I always see yellow, so that's not the answer. Wow, there's a ton of blue ones in there's here. There's a ton of blue ones in that one, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, there are. Okay, what about in the peanut version? Right, so this is the, the plain M&M's. This one looks like the most... The, looks blue like the green. Yeah, we got a lot of blue and green in here. And in the peanut M&M's, okay. it looks like a lot of green, some yellow. A, lot of, red? a lot of red, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to what I've read, the least uh, amount of colors you find in the M&M's bag are the brown ones. What? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Here. Give me, give me one of those. Give me all of them. I think I think it holds true. Yep. Yeah. The yep. brown, definitely yeah. the, the 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 smallest represented color in here is brown. I see a lot wow. of yellow. I see a lot of green. I see a lot of red. Yeah. That that bowl you have here has a ton of blue. A ton of blue. I was gonna say it looks like the peanut ones have more brown represented in there. Oh. Okay. And it looks Not like we're the brown. only people that didn't know this because everyone's texting in brown. They do that was brown? Mm-hmm. Look at that's about it, guys. Mm-hmm. Not very much. Sorry, I'm putting my hands all over, but don't worry about it. They're all good. All right, well. Um, Jamar. Yep. I got to tell you, look, I've got about maybe 20 out of that whole collection. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking. I have the peanut ones. How come people do that? We didn't know that. I've got to dig through here to find the brown ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Do the flavors of these taste different with them? No, no, they all taste the same. same. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm not eating on the air. No, okay. That's okay. It's an excuse for us to eat M&Ms. All right, so there you go. So according to the survey we're reading, yeah. Yeah. the smallest number color in the M&Ms bag is usually brown. And if you're a diva, you say, I don't want any of the blue ones when in backstage. Mm-hmm. You've heard about those writers, I've right? I've heard about those, yeah. Yeah. All right, here you so, go without the brown ones. There you go. Still a lot of M&M's left. There you go. Brown is the... So when you go through your kid's candy, you'll say, hey, guys, listen, let me see what you got. You go through the M&M's and go, I'll just take uh, the blue ones and leave them with the brown ones. But I would say, wouldn't the brown ones be healthier because there's less dye? Oh, no. Because they're already brown because chocolate's already brown. Um, I don't know. I I feel like they, they color these brown also. I'm going to be honest, that question comes from a rom-com uh-huh. featuring Jennifer Lopez. Oh. 
I think it's uh, that's probably why I don't know the, the it's question. The one where she is the wedding planner. Oh, oh the wedding, wedding planner. planner. <laughs> is the name of the movie. Well, there it is. We learned some things today. Okay. Thanks for the snack. I haven't yeah. had M&M's in a long time. It's, the brown M&M's are the same color as a peduncle. Which is the top of a pumpkin. There we go. We're learning a lot today. <laughs> we are. It's science day. Great. Here a Chum. All right. So now we know. Okay. The brown is the minority of the bag. Ooh, I'm an offended. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna cancel M&Ms. <laughs> get m M&M and she's phone. stuffing a whole bunch. M&Ms of are canceled. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. Chum 104.5 podcast.